Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we discuss everything MCP and we cover a new character every week. I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. I'm Brandon. And I'm Steven. Hey guys, how's it going? We've got four today. Uh, how are you doing today, Brad? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I ate some ice cream. Oh, I'm jealous. How are you doing today, Brandon? I definitely did not eat ice cream. And so worse is what you're saying. Oh, not no. as good. It's, if I ate ice cream, it would be really bad. Oh, <laughs> fair. Uh, how are you doing today, Steven? I'm doing well. Um, I went to the game store last night to pick up some models and saw a game out that is a board game of Skyrim. So I sat around and played Skyrim all day today on the oh video. <laughs> oh, oh, the you played the, the video game. Skyrim. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, because instead of dropping $140 on the game, I'll just play the one on, on the video. So that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> They're all, you, do you know that Skyrim? is almost 12 years old right now yeah how came, was that wv when it came out it that is, came out uh, november 11th 2011 so 11 11 11 yeah uh that's disgusting i remember being so excited for that to come out i remember I waiting at, with bated breath i have never I played it. at my third In, uh, third college it's uh, it's still a good game. It still holds up. Oh, I believe it. I believe it wholeheartedly. It it's was, got almost three hundred quests in it. I, I'm surprised it's that few. I I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, the, did you ever play the expansion? The uh, I know there are several, but specifically the one in Solstein. Uh, well, what I usually do is everybody gets the hype for a video game and i wait six months because uh when when this was around it was xbox 360 and at six months they usually have their gold edition come out where you don't have to yeah. download anything you just get the extra content on the disc so i have that one so. okay so yeah you, you, uh, i'll tell you what the solstein uh expansion was for me i i played the elder scrolls 3 morrowind an enormous amount and playing mm. skyrim and going back to solstheim which is um uh from the elder scrolls 3 was just my favorite part of that game by far it was so good anyway I, we are off topic already and <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a bad job of, of hosting uh let's let's move on to news and announcements all right, so we've got a lot of news because Adepticon was going on this past week, and they released a lot of information. For one, we've got some info for Squirrel Girl, which who we are doing today. We have Gwenpool, except there's a little bit of debate over some of the uh, some of the triggers because the pictures we got were not very good, and. Uh, we know some of the releases that that are coming out. Specifically, Brad, why don't you take it away? They're making me an MCP. Yep, you, <laughs> uh, you are a threat zero. So yeah, everyone the first ever zero threat. Zero so threat. I'll be in every uh, list. 
Yes, yes. And mm. no, uh, your you only know, ability is that you lose the player who's playing you two VPs every round. That seems no. really bad. No, his power. <laughs> Brad's power is he gets to decide whether the characters of MCP are on Cerebro or not. I do get to decide that. <laughs> so far, they all are. Yeah, uh, that's why. That's why the Inhumans didn't go up for a while. <laughs> I didn't make the app until months after they came out. I feel like they came out in a January, and I started making the app in that November. <laughs> because you know what happened in October, November that year? What's that? We got the first X Men. Yeah. So I've seen yeah, Inhumans not... before. We did not have. Hold on, hold on. We had X Men before Inhumans. No, we didn't. Yeah, because we had X Men when I got into the game, and I remember buying really? Inhumans when they came out. So yeah. they came like the January after X Men. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, because I bought. When I got into the game, I got X-Men. Because it was right when they came out. It was the Christmas like they came out. And I got Inhumans. I remember playing when Inhumans came out. It was like... They were like the first new affiliation that came out when I started playing. This was like... This was all pre-pandemic. So it's it's ancient history. It's mm-hmm. ancient It was actually like the middle of the pandemic. Oh, really? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this uh, game like came out like when the pandemic started. Yeah, this game, the, my time frame is so warped. I have no idea. Uh, I uh, anyway. I only know that okay, because like when I started playing, I What's going on with the with the news? Okay, what news so is going the first I, we're just gonna do them in the order they released them, and I don't have every picture they showed, but because um, they showed some like renders that then they show painted miniatures of, and I just did the painted miniatures one. So the first thing that's being released that we know of, it's not necessarily the order they come out in, is a new Ultron, and it looks like he has grunts. Yeah, Ultron with Ultron grunts. He looks sick as heck. Uh, for those of you who are listening instead of watching on YouTube, uh, you can easily, uh, oh, it, are these available pictures? Brad, they're in I like them. they're in like all the discords and on Facebook and all sorts of things. Okay, so uh, for those of you who are just listening, you might not be able to view these. You can find these on our YouTube and watch this version on YouTube and see all the all the pretty models that we have pictures of. All right, um, I guess we. Pretty much since Grunts came out, we probably we thought that there might be an Ultron with Grunts, and surprise, there's an Ultron with Grunts. It will be nice to have an Ultron that's worth putting on the table. I don't think he's bad. Anyway, let's move on. Hold on, Corset Ultron is very good. Yeah. Oh really? How, yeah. Uh, I he, uh, the last time I played him was pre. He uh, got a ratted, and he's actually very good. Yeah, he's good. And he was quite bad. Okay. Oh yeah, he's okay. bad. Yeah, he was bad. Yes. But he his errata is very good. He's just been forgotten about. Okay, that's fair. Next up is one of the Heralds of Galactus, Cosmic Ghost Rider. This is Cosmic for, Ghost Rider. This is for people who don't know, Frank Castle. 
we'll finally get a Frank Castle that's affiliated, hopefully. Maybe. Probably Guardians. I think he was a Guardians member for a minute. And, and, and Black Order. Was he in the Black Order? He huh. worked with Thanos. Yes, he did. Okay. Uh, this is a very weird I think he character. worked with Thanos, not for Thanos, though. I don't know. I've never read a comic well, with Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah, I was doing some research on it. I, he, he made a deal with Thanos. So. Okay. Next up is uh, a new Wakandan box. It's M'Baku and Claw. Uh, they made it really sound like Claw is going to be affiliated with Wakanda, which is weird. Yeah, it seems like it's not the case. <laughs> then again, uh, uh, Ronan uh, is a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, but... Hell is a member of Asgard. I guess that one makes sense, but the... that one makes sense in the regard that the affiliation is just a place. Yes. Ronan was in the Guardians, though. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, Vibranium and its ability to absorb sound makes sense for Claw to be in that affiliation on that standpoint. So, well, Claw is the only. I like, don't person. I don't think he has vibranium in the comics. He is made made of sound. He's yeah. He's pure sound. That's right. He's made of sound. Maybe he can live a normal life in Wakanda. <laughs> That's maybe they just want to give Wakanda affiliated characters. Hey Brendan, don't don't talk on Sorry. mic with food in your mouth. <laughs> Sorry. Uh Mbaku looks really cool. Um and good for Wakandan players that they are getting more stuff. Well Oh well, we haven't talked about the other one yet, never mind. Okay. Next up is a couple terrain boxes. So the first one has like these panther statues and like a fountain in the side of a rock. Uh, they're pretty cool. Yeah, I like these. These look really cool. Then another, I don't know how these are split up, but another thing of terrain with a little tree, some like posts and a vibranium hauler truck thing uh one thing they talked about when they talked about these scenario not scenarios that is true this terrain is that they're gonna start adding like a little scenario in the train packs that you can play with the terrain that gives the terrain rules so they mentioned that this vibranium hauler has doors that can open and little vibranium crates, and that is important to the scenario that they wrote for it. So did they clarify whether that's going to be some sort of additional thing that can be rules in a game, like on top of the uh, on top of the normal game rules, or is this like a, a specific game type? sort of it one of the sounded it sounded more like you know the like organized play packs that they put out with like vibranium heist and the 
symbiote one and stuff. Yeah. It sounded more like that than something okay. on top of a normal game. So it's okay. It, so it won't be something that you could have be rules set in a uh, on top of the normal yeah. situation. Yes. Okay. It sounded like it was which its is a hundred percent how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun little alternate thing to play. I'm I think that makes them a lot more desirable. Like I feel a lot better about buying them if I get like a little scenario to play with them. It I definitely agree. makes it a lot better of a purchase. Like it you don't feel oh. as bad. I don't have pictures up. I, f- I just now remembered. With this train set, they have a Wakandan mat coming out uh, to put the Wakandan terrain on. And we also saw a picture of a danger lo- a danger room-looking X-Men mat that they had at Adepticon. So they are making more mats, finally. I really hate that mat because you're going to play it all the time and it messes with my eyes. I won't play it all the time. I don't have the right terrain for it. Yeah, until they come out with a terrain kit for it. Fair. Okay. <laughs> Next. Uh, is the... Uh, Next Rivals pack? So, like, the Logan Sabretooth one. It's more like the Logan Sabretooth one and less like the... Doc Ock, Doc Ock and- Spider-Man yeah. 1, because they said that we will get new rules for these two characters. They are um, Black Panther and uh, Killmonger. Killmonger looking like he does from the movies. On looking- Warrior looking Falls, awesome. where they fight to be king of Wakanda. It looks really cool. It looks really cool. I'm. I like this pack a lot. This is very cool. Is this the pack this you wanted pack to talk is, about, Brandon? Yeah, this pack is strictly better if the if the terrain comes with rules, which is really unfortunate for like the Logan and Sabretooth one. Yeah. Because I would have felt better about purchasing it if like oh, I was like, well, at least the terrain's like a mini game that I can play at home with like my friends that I'm trying to like teach the game. I'm also excited for a new... Uh, I love this Killmonger model. It does look really good. It's, also, it's the Black Panther look. model is really good. It actually looks... That, that model looks exactly like the picture that's on the uh, Vibranium Heist uh, Killmonger card. Yeah. Yeah, this is like... This is a depiction of like... Kind of... Killmonger like at a very like peak level. And it looks like the Black Panther is not going to be a Shuri Black Panther. No, I think it's going to be T'Challa. Which was it's kind of interesting. I think everyone kind of expected. I, I think that uh, if they were going to do that, you could in theory bring both. You could bring both T'Challa and Shuri Black Panthers. Yeah. Which would be cool, but also... We will get a Shuri Black Panther eventually. This is starting, though, to really make me think they might be trying to, like, phase characters out. 
or create a format per se where certain characters are legal and not like we're getting a lot of like updated of the same character that's distinctly possible well these packs this is probably pack two by the way where logan was three oh yeah yeah and yeah so what they didn't originally they weren't originally going to put new rules with these characters but Spider-Man Doc Ock didn't sell as well as they wanted, so they, or at learned, all. they learned their lesson. Yeah. Right. Uh, the, uh, with uh, <clears throat> which was the pack we most needed oh, the most, which is like oh. the pack we needed the most updated cards for. Yes, with Wolverine and Sabretooth, no one brought up that uh, they were there. The fear of them phasing out people because no one cared, but with the Hulk and with Modok and now with T'Challa and Killmonger, people well, care. Well, and it's now becoming a theme. Like it's it's now a pattern. Like in the last six months, we've gotten like ten characters that are like a redo of a new one. Yeah. So it's that's possible. Where it be- that's yeah. That's where it really becomes kind of like. Wait a second. It's it's the pattern more than anything to me. Yeah. Is... It's distinctly possible. Uh, we still have not heard anything of the sort yet, and it's mere speculation on our parts, but well, it is also distinctly possible. I'm still waiting on my Wong, Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> Might be waiting a while for that one. I know, I know. <laughs> Next, if we ever get another Wong, that'll probably be it. Next is what I'm most excited about: X Men. So Yay. they said Nightcrawler is one of the characters they've been bugged most about since starting yeah. the game, and we get a Nightcrawler, and the, with one with, of the two mutants that I bring up every time we talk about getting new mutants. So. Yeah, and Bishop. Uh, this box, I don't have the pictures here, but they do come with options. You can, there's a Banff for Nightcrawler, and then there are hand options. You can either go with swords or no swords. Or you could probably do one sword if you really wanted. A Banff Nightcrawler. I love it. Yeah. Where he's, there's just a Banff taking place. What? Well, yeah, I mean, it he, definitely, he is definitely it definitely looks like... Yeah, it definitely looks like you could uh, do one sword if you wanted. Yeah, because you could just put the two different arms on him. Yeah. Uh, I was just looking to see if it was like a completely different pose or something. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, Bishop has two options as well. There's his classic 90s look with the mullet and the goatee. And then there is the later version where he has a shaved head. I think he still might have a goatee. But hair or no hair. uh, He essentially just comes with an extra head. They they did a good job of um, getting me to buy two of these. (laughs) Because I'm going to have a Kurt without any swords and a Kurt with at least one sword. And I want bald and haired bishop (laughs) okay next pack also a pack i'm excited about because it's more x-men it's 
also Kitty... a pack that we probably should have got a lot sooner. Yeah, Kitty Pride with Lockheed phasing through a Sentinel arm. And Iceman on an ice slide, which is really cool. Yeah, I like this one. Really, this is cool. I I, I really, uh, as a character, I like Nightcrawler a lot more. But this is aesthetically, of of I think a cooler pack. But I like them both. Now we either have or have announced been announced every member of the original X Men except Angel. So I expect that we'll get Angel soonish. What about Banshee? Wasn't he an original X Men? He was not an original member. Uh, oh, okay. In the original run, he was a bad guy, but he was kind of forced to do that. And he joined the team at the same time Storm, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, uh, Thunderbird. And all those people joined. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, I also hope we get Havoc and Polaris, uh, who were part of the team back before Wolverine and stuff, too. Because I like those characters a lot. Anyway, this is exciting for me and other X-Men fans. The next pack, it has two characters, but they were on different slides. So the first character in the pack is, um, oh my god, I just lost all cred. Uh, why did wow. it, why wow. can I not think of his name? Shadow King. Wow. Shadow King. Shadow King. I completely blanked. <laughs> wow. The Shadow King, who is a cool villain, um, in. Claremont's X-Men run, he was the big bad that everything was going to be connected to uh, until they drove Claremont out of the company. Not that he was doing a bad job, they just the editors were meddling more and more in his stories and it drove him crazy, so he left. So Shadow King, um, Shadow King is a psychic entity and this model looks freaking cool. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it this, does. This series of models are an, are by far the best looking X Men models that we've got. Well, yeah they they said this in the presentation. They have learned a lot since doing starting this thing, uh, the company, and doing these models, and they keep pushing the envelope and making the coolest models they can, and they just keep doing that and learn more. For those of you who built uh, Corebox Ultron and how bad of a build that was compared to the modern stuff where it builds pretty easy and looks amazing. I mean, they clearly have, have moved forward in their model game. They are maybe best in, best in show models, some of these new ones. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, it's hard to see a game with a collective group of models that look better than the ones especially like just look at these new ones like even ultron and his bots like it's like cosmic ghost riders is exactly what i expected it to be yeah i mean i've been waiting for that model for a while i 100 expected that to be you know that and then like even like the black panther and killmonger ones like not that the first ones were bad but they were they were really unimaginative 
And I think they've definitely kind of let their like creative team just like, it's like, Hey, do whatever you can. We'll see if we can make it type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the one that I'm, I do want to talk about one real quick. That I didn't, the uh, Iceman one, or I was going to say Bobby, the Iceman one, uh, it's, it's kind of worries me because I feel like it's a very big piece on a, like a medium-sized base that it could end up looking like deceptively awkward. Kind of like Lizard or not not quite as No, nah, like tall. I think it'll be worse. Not even like that. Like I'm talking about like where Lizard looks big on his base and he's got uh-huh. a medium base. I think this is a like a small character on like like I think everything's gonna look like deceptively small, like on his base, just because, because it doesn't even look like it goes too much over his base, and that's a lot yeah. there to fit in such a like small range that it might look kind of odd. I think the picture makes it look not bad, but I'm just, I, like with the angles, it looks like they were kind of trying to make it look better than it might. And it's just maybe it's just my brain running in weird directions, but uh, I mean, you might be right. You probably just right. your brain. <laughs> it's possible. He's also one of the X Men like that I've always really, really enjoyed. So, uh, also the X Men can get an affiliated model on a medium sized base that they actually want to play. Maybe uh, Beast gets played all the time. But you can get a second one. Okay, I wouldn't mind that. You don't need that. Next is uh, Professor X. With a head option, either Cerebro on or Cerebro off. In his hover chair, of course, um, because they all... (laughs) AMG clearly loves the 90s TV show. Uh, And he comes with a new... Rightfully so. Yeah, it's good. Uh, He comes with a new Uncanny X-Men leadership. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so X-Men finally get a second leader. Right. <laughs> to be fair, as big of an affiliation as they're becoming, it makes sense that they have three. With a three. lot of other ones having three. Yeah, there Two. are three models printed with leaderships on them. Yeah. No, you might not ever play three. I think you're they th- have three. I think you're thinking of Weapon X, or maybe X Force, as well. <laughs> anyway, I'm very interested to see what his leadership is. I hope it's as good as Storm's. I doubt it will be. I uh, it's gonna. I they have not. There has not been a leadership in a long time that's not, in my opinion, real basic. I don't think that's a bad thing. But, like, the two creative ones we got were, like, Sam, Captain America, and then Malekith. And they're basically and the all same. You... Yeah, and they're basically the same. And there was, like, six months where people only bitched about Sam. And people still just bitch about Malekith. Shields is interesting. Field is like the only one in the last year I feel like they've really like tried on to do something like different, if that makes sense. Like, because the most of them like Winter Guard is like, oh, you can remove a condition, or like there's so many like Shadowland, oh, you can reroll dice. Like they're all, and not that there's a million different things you can really do, but it's no. just like they're all 
pretty street and i don't think that's a bad thing i don't think your leadership should be like game warping um and we have a couple that are right so even like the new modox like it's i mean it's essentially you know you're just changing dice there's like a lot of dice manipulation there's like i said most, most of them are just real you do this one thing you can do it a lot it might help you but I think they're focusing on more casual leaderships and just better models. Yeah. I I see what the point you're making and I think I think you're right. Where the uh, leadership doesn't really define the the game style anymore. Yeah. It's more like uh a buff that you get, which is neat yeah. with your cool characters that you can play on this yeah. leadership. Well, we don't need Yeah, I think that ends. No, that's that's kind of my that's kind of my point. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think they've just kind of streamlined them. Yeah, like early in the game, they were it felt like they were trying to do like your leadership was going to alter how you played the game. Like every leadership for a while, and not every like for the most part, it was just like every couple, like every so often you'd get a leadership and try to like Cyclops just tries to do too much, and it's not good because it effectively doesn't do anything. <laughs> Storms tries to do too much and does too much. Yeah, but like, and it's like Kingpins does a ton. I think they were trying to be entirely too thematic with them. And then, yeah, like, yeah, uh, you're right. I <laughs> see. Yeah, but for the most part, they're they. I don't think. I don't think there's. There's only a hand. There's only a couple leaderships that are just straight up bad. Like for the most part, they're pretty straightforward. And allow you to play characters that you want to play with them. And, like, some characters are better with some than they are with others. And then there are some leaderships that are just a lot better than others. Well, speaking of X-Men and Storm and Scott, um, do you think that they should have done something like split those leadership, split Storm's leadership and give her the cover part and then Scott the uh, hot part? Oh yeah, I think we've talked about that a bunch. That was kind of effectively. That's effectively that's what they probably should have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they still would have been all right, both of them. You know? They still, yeah, they still would have both been decent to. Uh, there are still a couple more things in the news from Adepticon. Uh. Do you, oh yeah, do I, you, this is a precursor. I have a rant to go on later. Oh boy, <laughs> that, that'll oh, happen. Everyone buckle up. Everyone yeah. buckle up. It has been festering all day. Okay, oh, be prepared. I'll try to keep it short, but it's a rant for sure. Okay. The news, the further news, is not MCP news, but we have some Shatterpoint news that we're going to share with you because well, before we go into Shatterpoint what? news, oh. they also. They also put out pictures of some new uh, measurement widgets and some new skin cards. Those were which all con, look. Those really were con good. exclusives. Oh, those were con exclusives. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. You can't get those. Never mind. Yeah, that's why I kept telling Les he needed to get me a set. Oh dang it! I needed to get that uh, Odin's blessing with Throg on it. Yeah, you can't get those. Well, you can probably get them on eBay, but you're going to pay a lot uh, for them. Yeah, it's not worth it. 
All right. Well, go on. Move on to Satterpoint. Let's talk okay. about that. Satterpoint. Um, so first of all, they did demos uh, all weekend. I saw two <clears> recorded <throat> demos, the one AMG did and one a different YouTube channel did. They recorded the video. They recorded the demo that they had. And uh, I'm officially, I think at this point, hyped for the game. Okay. <laughs> it looks it looks pretty cool. It looks I have not cool. yet watched the demos. I have not yet done that. I need uh, to. It's pretty cool. Uh, and then they made announcements of basically most, and I don't even think they use most, some of the releases that are coming out over the next year of MCP. I mean, yes. of... And Shadow most point. of it's supposed to come out relatively soon after the most of the stuff they showed. It looked like most of it will come out relatively soon after the release of the game. A lot, a lot of it they showed painted minis, which is a good sign. Yeah, like the what what I've read is that a lot of that stuff they showed will probably be out this summer. So the first thing that they showed was a Dothamir kit with I don't remember this lady's name, but this like. Night Sister Witch, uh, Savage Press, and then two other Night Sisters. Good for Dothamir fans. I don't care. <laughs> Second, yeah, I have no idea who these are. <laughs> yeah, you haven't watched Clone Wars. The next set. They are, yeah, they're relatively. Uh, what's a good word? So you do know a a Dothamir person, Fred? I do. Maul. Okay. Who's the? Yeah, oh. Darth Maul's. Okay. It's Darth Maul's apprentice. Darth Maul's in base, in... brother. Yeah, there are air quotes there. Okay. They call each other brother. Is yeah. Savage Opress, and he was he, he wasn't really trained. By the other character is the one who gave him legs. Yeah. Uh, Savage Press wasn't really trained by Dooku. More barely told how to use the Force, given some lightsabers, and told to go ham. <laughs> he, he is much bigger than Maul. Yes, he is. He's very much bigger. He's he doesn't like look Juggernaut at... to... Like... Magneto. He doesn't Not look Magneto. it like yeah, it Magneto. in the mirror in the image of the model, but that's yeah, it does not look like that was represented very well. I didn't notice that because yeah. he should be much bigger. The next pack that they announced is Mace Windu, Commander Wolf, and the Wolf Pack. This I can get behind. Everyone knows that Mace. Oh, you Windu... do love Jedi. Mace Windu is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Talking about Mace Windu. <laughs> and we get more clones. That's really what I'm excited about is the clones. Yeah. Uh, I figure this one will be very popular. Because Mace Windu. Oh, 100%. Oh, no. Okay, next is uh, Cad Bane and his posse. Oh boy. So there's Cad Bane, his side chick, Devil Boy, and Bat Boy. 
I don't know any of those characters' names. <laughs> they said them at the presentation. I didn't know any of their names. Right. <laughs> Fun fact, they're all also in Clone Wars. They are. I just don't remember. They're not that important. Cad Bane is. Cad Bane is the highlight of this pack. Yeah. Uh, I figure this will be a popular pack just because of Cad Bane. Cad Bane is a very beloved character. Next is uh, another Cool Jedi. There aren't a lot of them. So the fact that they are front-loading Cool Jedi with Dooku, Mace Windu, and Plo Koon is sad for future releases. Uh. <laughs> not for you. You can get them all out of the way. Yeah. This is also the pack that comes with the Ahsoka that you can get for pre-ordering. And then, I don't know these guys' names, but there's more clones! So I'm going to buy this pack Yay. for clones. I'm going to have a bunch of clones that I can only play six of. Hmm. Next is... Oh yeah, this one really surprised me. Uh, Queen Amidala and Handmaidens. <laughs> what a weird choice. Well, you've got to get both uh, Natalie Portman and... I cannot believe that I'm blanking on her name, and I was hoping it would come Kira, to me before... Kira Knightley. The there it is. Yeah. <laughs> you got to so get both of them it's, in there. It's Padme Amidala, and I did not know this other woman's name until very recently. It was after this announcement. Her name is Sabine. The one that stands... Really? Yeah, the one that stands in for Queen Amidala, her name is Sabine. Isn't that name taken in the I, Star Wars canon? Technically, this was the first Sabine. Uh, okay. <laughs> but okay. Yes, there are two Sabines. No one ever called this character Sabine. No, in the because... No the, one ever said it. No, Nobody because... Nobody ever remembered these characters existed outside of memes. You don't... She's never called anything until she's pretending to be Queen Amidala, and then they call her Amidala. And then Amidala yeah. doesn't go by her name. She goes by Padme. <laughs> so Padme it, Amidala uh... always gets called her name, and Kira Knightley never gets called anything. Hmm. Wasn't Rose Byrne also one of them? Maybe, of, but uh... she wasn't the important one. Right, but she's the one who dies in the Clone Wars. Anyway, keep going. Keep going. That's not relevant. Okay. Um, so, good for Queen Amidala fans. When that movie came out, I would have been all over this pack, but I don't really care anymore. Right, same. <laughs> then they, uh, they made a big hubbub about how they weren't allowed to show anymore. And they did promise that there will be war to talk about on uh, the May the 4th through the 6th. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they, and then Will talked about how he left, uh, the presenter left her laptop 
on with uh, a post-it note with our password and how he added some new slides. And here's what we get. So the future is coming. The Galactic Civil War. Uh, we're getting Darth Vader and some stormtroopers. Uh-huh. We knew it was coming. Yeah. Then we're getting Luke, uh, Leia, and her, like, uh, bounty hunter gear. Uh-huh. Uh, R2-D2. And I don't know who that other guy is. Is that is Han dressed up? I don't know. Some other dude. I don't know. Some other dude. Anyway, so you, we get that pack. So you have a Luke and you have a Vader. I am not buying this Luke pack, but I'm buying the Vader pack. It comes with Stormtroopers. <laughs> then All the, right. we got more. Oh, boy. Okay. We got, we got one, two, three, four, five, six more slides. I'll try to get okay, through them quick. The, the power through them. Power through them. Ewoks. We're getting a bunch of Ewoks. The Ewoks look pretty yep. cool. We are getting uh, Inquisitors. So First okay. Brother and Crew. We are getting uh, Iden Versio and the Inferno Squad. We are getting Han Solo. We don't know what's coming with him. Han Solo is going to be popular. We have yeah. Din Djarin and Grogu coming. This is the first model that they made for the game. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully we get him soon-ish. Because he's cool. And uh, then the final tease... At the very end was that we are getting the uh, the cast of Rebels. So all everyone's favorite, Sabine Wren and her friends. Yep. <laughs> Who is like the lowest like ranking member of the cast of Rebels? Uh she had the Darksaber at one point. Hey, spoilers. <laughs> Um, Fred has not watched Rebels either. Yeah, yes. Uh, I have watched Rebels actually. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I How did you watch Rebels and not Clone Wars? Uh, Rebels came out at a time when uh, DVDs still existed, and uh, one of my Clone friends, Wars. one of my friends, well, but one of my friends had the Rebels DVDs and lent them to me, and I watched them. And I did not do the same with Clone Wars, so that's why. All right, fair enough. You should watch Clone Wars. <laughs> I like Rebels so yeah, far. Yeah, I'm sure I did. Clone Wars very good. Though. Yeah, I did. Okay. Okay, that's it. That's all of them. All right. Well, that was uh, that was Star Wars Shatterpoint, and it if, looks really cool. Uh, the models look great. If and... you like Star Wars, you'll probably like the game. Yeah, the mechanics seem like, real good. Yeah, they're trying to make what they did with AM uh, with uh, MCP go into Star Wars, and I'm excited. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. All right, let's move on to a new section. Uh, all right, uh, I'm going to start this section off. Uh, th uh, I'm going to talk to you, Stephen, 
But before yeah. we start this off, uh, I'm going to tell Brandon that I'm going to want your opinion real quick on Modoc because you missed that episode last week. And think about it during Steven's section. So, and then keep it keep it brief, not not too long. All right, Steven. Uh, yes, sir. You you attended a tournament recently, did you not? And it wasn't Adepticon, so it was not an Adepticon. Okay. No, it wasn't. I actually uh, went to a tournament at Fabricator Fabricators Forge in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and that was on Saturday, the twenty fifth, and I met. Bryce again, because I met him, obviously, at the tournament down at uh, Lost Legion and had a good time, met some new people, played three games. So um, those games consisted of me playing Midnight Suns Defenders. And the first game I played against a relatively new player, Jeff. Uh, he was playing Shadowlands Daredevil. Uh, but he also had Pyro and Mystique in there, so... It was it was kind of a optimized setup. Uh, I ended up winning the game by tabling him. Uh, after that, I played Nick, who was the winner of the tournament. He was playing the Emma Frost Hellfire Club. He had Apex and uh, and X twenty three, and I made some not so good decisions and then lost that game. Uh, I forget the score, but I was just trying to go for attrition. It didn't work. And then last but not least, I played Mac. Again, I was going for attrition. He played Convocation with Doctor Strange, Thorstow um, Supreme, and Hulk with Clea and Baron Mordo. Um, and he won that game because Baron Mordo survived on one hit point running away. Yes, he ran away. So and I couldn't and I and I couldn't catch him. So, but the lesson learned was each one of these games. I, if I remember correctly, I played uh, Deadly Meteors, and I thought I was good on Deadly Meteors, and obviously I'm not good on Deadly Meteors, so that will be coming out of the list very soon. Okay. Well, but uh, yeah, but... why? Why do you think that is? Just, just like speculation. Because I... if you're playing an attrition list, I thought leaving a token on something and then moving to another point or chasing somebody down was optimal what i found out is what's optimal is that you need to have points people are standing on to be a nutrition team so they have to stand by it they just can't leave it and run away so okay. that's that's what that's what i learned from it so if you're I playing will, yeah. i will take that <laughs> lesson to heart <laughs> if you're playing an attrition faction you really really need to um make people stick in places where you want to attack them. Okay. Uh, did you enjoy the tournament? Oh, yeah. I'm, I met uh, eight new people and, you know, got to experience a, a different environment. Bryce was very graceful. Um, everybody was uh, very warm and inviting. Uh, a couple people from Erie, Pennsylvania came down. A couple people from Pittsburgh. So, um Apparently, they all know about the tournament that's going to happen at my home store on the 22nd of April. So I'll have more announcements about that um, in an upcoming cast of ours. So, Okay. All right. Details about that and how people can get signed up because 
it's a weird way that he that the that the organizer has done it so okay yeah i i really like uh bryce is a really good store uh tournament runner and that store is very nice it's a very nice store to attend so if you are in range whenever they're doing a tournament it is worth going to uh all right uh let's move on to brandon brandon real quick uh give us your modoc and then you said you had a rant that you wanted to do so the rant later sorry no oh, the rant later the rant yeah later. Okay. yeah the rant later it's, it's yeah it'll come up later uh now Mod okay. Modoc, i think modoc's good i think he's a really good five threat he fought he just the biggest problem with modoc is he came out at the beginning of the game and he got a, he got he got nerfed um he probably had one of the biggest nerfs and i mean the nerfs weren't huge but he i mean he did get nerfed uh he's definitely worse than he was but he was arguably the one of the most broken characters in the game before the nerf so i mean he's all in all a really good character there's nothing bad about his card yep okay and what's your letter grade uh yeah i think he's an a solid a yeah he's still really good like like i said like the the worst thing about him is that people just like he just came out a long time ago and there's just a bunch more new toys but all in all he still does a really good amount of stuff yeah and having I... a range and having a range four mystic builder with six dice is crazy good on a large base i agree all right so uh, is there any other things that we need to cover today? Uh, I know that uh, I know that you have a, a segment, Stephen. Uh, but uh, do you think we could sit on that until next week? Because we're oh, going to run long in all that's likelihood. Perfectly, that's per that's perfectly all right. Actually, okay. I can tie it, I can tie it in with a character that we're running a little bit, so it's fun that okay. that we're reviewing today. So okay. Uh, all right, let's move on to our character review for this week. Uh, we're going to be doing Squirrel Girl. Uh, Squirrel Girl, whom I have open here. Her name, once it, once it loads. As he uh, frantically her name tries is... to open Squirrel Girl up. <laughs> Doreen Green. <laughs> uh, she has three physical defense, three energy defense, and three mystic defense. She has six stamina on her front side and five stamina on her backside. She is threat four, size two, and moves medium. Uh, hey, Brad, why don't you cover the first two, The why don't you cover the attack suite? Okay. Uh, she has two physical attacks. The first is Knuckle Spike Strike. <laughs> it is range three, five dice, cost zero. It gains power, equal damage dealt, has wild ambush, after the attack is resolved, place this character within one of the target character. Her second attack is called Army of Squirrels. It's range four, six dice, cost two. If this attack deals damage after the attack is resolved, the target character gains bleed and stun. And Wild Push. Before damage is dealt, the character is size three or less, they push it short. Okay, uh, I realize looking at this character that uh, these are some bricks of text. So, uh, no, what you realize is that I was going to get stuck with the longest text, and you know I wasn't going to read it. 
yeah what I, so what i'll do is i will read it and uh uh, uh steven do you do you, can you do tippy toe takedown yes and i can do the tippy come back obviously too because those okay. kind of go together so uh tippy toe takedown uh this is x power so you can spend the amount of power that you need in this case this character may spend any amount of of power to use this superpower. Choose an enemy character within three of this character with a threat value equal to or lower than the amount of power spent to use this superpower. Move the tippy-toe token to that character. While that character has the tippy-toe token, it does not add critical results in its attack, defense, or dodge rolls to its total successes, and not add dice to its attack, defense, or dodge rolls as a result of these critical results. And then she has a reactive power, which is tippy come back, cause zero power. When this character is targeted by an attack, it may use the superpower. Move the tippy toe token to this character from anywhere. All right. And uh, her her last power is a is a passive power called Squirrelese, and. It reads, this character begins the game with a tippy-toe token. While this character has the tippy-toe token, it may re-roll up to two dice when making an attack, defense, or dodge roll. During the power phase, you may move the token from anywhere to this character. And whenever a character is dazed or KO'd while it has the tippy-toe token, move the tippy-toe token to this character. This character cannot have a tippy-toe token except the one it begins the game with, and when this character is removed from the, from the battlefield, remove its tippy-toe token from the game. Additionally, when this character is dazed, move the tippy-toe token to this character from anywhere. And then she has wall crawler. And now, uh, Brandon... I, c- I couldn't have handled the wall crawler part. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm still giving you some homework. Uh, flip over to her backside, and there's a new power called Guardian Squirrel. And why don't you read that one? Fun fact: I had not looked at her backside yet, so I don't. Yeah, know it changes. It, uh, she, I did it, not she, know it changed. Yeah, yeah she yeah. uses Tippy come back, and she gains Guardian Squirrel. Yeah, uh, Guardian Squirrel. When this character would be KO'd by an enemy effect, it has the if it has the Tippy Toe token, remove the token from the game. This character moves one damage, is not KO'd. May be placed within two of its current position. This character cannot have Tippy Toe tokens for the rest of the game. Okay, so that's Squirrel Girl. Uh, what what are everyone's thoughts? Uh, Brad, why don't we start with you? Okay, good. Um, it feels like she's gonna have her token most of the time, and that she's yeah, probably like, better with it. I I almost feel like you never get rid of it. Like, why would you? <laughs> I don't see a reason to get yeah. rid of it. This, you is, should, this is part of my rant for the yeah, record. You should keep it. And if you never use Tippy Toe Takedown, she feels like she's overcosted. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm going next, guys. Brad's feeding right into me. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> like, the effect on Tippy Toe Takedown's good, but it's better if she just has the token like the re-rolls are just stronger yeah yeah so i guess you could occasionally use it to like 
put on someone that you're gonna then gang up on and then immediately get it back when you daze them but i don't know it's i think that there's very little reason to get rid of it uh all right go go brandon go are are you done brad sorry yeah yeah i'm good i'm good okay brandon all right this 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 character literally just has a decent builder a mediocre spender and then the rest of the card just says that this character can re-roll up to two dice when making an attack defense or dodge roll that's it that's all it says there's not there's a lot of words to say that like this is a three-point model that they put it for again and we had a really bad power creep about a year ago where we were getting a lot of really powerful models a year year and a half ago like it was like every model was coming out was like oh this is like but we have completely reverted away from that we are getting over like they have kind of they in my opinion are listening too much to online critics and they're reverting characters like squirrel girl is a three threat model this is a three threat character like you can't convince me of this if if you didn't if you took the th- I read this entire front of the card and thought it was a three threat model and didn't even think it was a very good three threat model. I thought it was an interesting fun one, which is what I wanted from this character. And at three, I was like, oh, this is really cool. This will be really fun. The tippy toe token hopefully is really cool looking if you actually get one. Like you can, people can three D print one. That'll be really cool. And I was like, but it's not going to do anything. You just get to keep a little squirrel token on your card, or you can put it on her base or something maybe, even though she's already got one on her base. You could just, I don't know, do something cool with it, right? And then it was like, oh, this is a four. And then I realized later, after I looked at it like two other times, that it was a four-threat character, and I was like, this is a three-threat character. Yeah. And it's the same. And we got another character in this pack that is almost exactly the same, that is a three-threat character, mm. but was labeled a four-threat character. I, don't I think she would have been a really mind. good three-threat character. It's, it's it's the attack suite. I mean, on both of them. Like, they're not good. And then the rest of the text is fine. But, like, this one's this one doesn't say anything. This is a lot of text that could have been... You could have summed this whole card up in, like, eight words. Yeah, uh... I, I think that they wanted to do another sort of Brother Daniel-esque uh, character, uh, have that effect on another character. But what they did to incentivize keeping the... the, the I'm going to call it Brother Squirrel. Uh, what they did to, to incentivize keeping Brother Squirrel is far too good, and what it does is far too bad to justify doing. Like you just keep it at all, throughout the game, and she is more survivable by far. She does more more damage. Uh, I guess part of what's relevant is that if she is KO'd, the squirrel gets KO'd first, and she 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 will soak up at least one more attack before she is actually KO'd. But uh, and Guardian yeah. Squirrel is cool. I mean. But she's only rolling neat. three dice. She's only rolling three dice on defense. She does get a re-roll two of them. But I, I mean, I, can... it, it it only gets rid of one damage from. It. Well, and it doesn't even clear conditions. Right. So, so she if can die she, bleeding. yeah, if she has like a bleed and say the attack possibly staggers her, now she has bleed and stagger and like you, 
you effectively don't have anything. You have a character that's alive, but she doesn't have right. healing factor or anything. Um, I like I said, I, I think that part's kind of interesting because you can put yourself on a point or move yourself away um, and kind of like survive because you don't draw. I do like that you don't drop your tokens. So if you have, you know, a cube or a hammer or whatever, and you haven't activated yet, you might have a chance to activate. Uh, yes. Yeah. So like, I think that's pretty cool, and I, that's probably the most interesting thing about this card to me. But the attacks are mediocre to me, uh, or at least Army of Squirrels is mediocre to me. Uh, Knuckles Spike strikes a, it's a pretty good. I mean, it's it's, good. it's a fine builder. It's a fine. Yeah, yeah. they uh, are much better attacks if you consider the fact that she's rerolling two of the dice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're fine. The, but even uh, it, I, I think that the we um, haven't got a really good spender in a long time though. So and like they've and I've talked about it before. They've definitely toned down um, spenders, especially like well, we don't. We're they've not, made we're, them weaker, but they've also made them cheaper, so people will actually yeah. use them. Yeah, we don't have any of those super high cost. And that's what I was. Yeah, and I think that's fine. I don't. I think your. I think your spender's fine. It's the. I think her attacks are fine. It's the problem is that nothing else on her card, there's nothing else that she's doing. Like, and I just I, at four yeah. threat, I just I don't know I don't know when you ever play this character at four threat. Yeah, I I she is overcosted, and I completely agree with you on that front. Uh, Steven, we haven't heard from you yet. What are your thoughts here? Um. Well, considering I don't like the character in the comics. Mechanically, um, I believe she is overcosted. I'll agree with Brandon, but that tippy toe token, I'm seriously, I'm putting her in spider foes and I'm all gas and no brakes. Spider foes with this little tippy toe takedown ganging up on somebody, they disappear like quick, very quick. Okay, that's that's me, all gas, no brakes, man. So. <laughs> that's fair that's fair because uh, she she effectively gives synthesoid avenger to everybody on your team okay think of how good that power is on vision i mean that spender on vision she effectively gives cruel twist to everybody on your team that's from scarlet witch think of how good that is okay they don't count their defenses and then if you put that into spider foes and they're making you re-roll one of your defense dice, it it's it's lights out. It's gonzo. Yeah, it's more likely that they'll re-roll into a crit, which means nothing. You're you're exactly. right. There's another it's... faith that's useless on that on that dice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Um if I put her anywhere, I'm gonna put her in spider foes. Okay. That's that's, that's entirely just fair. That's entirely fair. Uh I, I, I think that her spender, what we should state is her spender does, if she does damage, auto do bleed and stun, which is very good. That's not bad at all. But, uh, I mean, she's cost four. Cost four for this, and it's just not that, it's an underwhelming build for the character. It's an yeah. underwhelming sort of put together. Uh, I... I I like the idea. I like the thought process. They're trying to make this ability to put a token out and change how your opponent works function in a way that doesn't feel as 
absolutely broken as Dr. Voodoo can sometimes, but what they've done is they've just made it a a, a self fuck. Do you want and, to hear my do you want to hear my uh, condition rant on this? Please. Go ahead. Tippy tippy toe take takedown should have been the judgment condition. Okay. Okay. All that right. That Ronan and Scarlet Witch give out because it's yeah. only on two characters. It's very rare, but that's what judgment should have been. And then Hex should have been what judgment is. <laughs> that's a okay. moment. Okay. So I, see I believe what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> So it, okay. it would have been it would have been very rare. It would have made Ronan relevant at some at some point, especially with his, you know, get to move short and attack back when you daze me, right? Obviously, mm -hmm. they're judged. Uh, Scarlet Witch the same way, and then Hex would have been a whole lot more useful, also because more characters can give it out and denying your opponent power when you attack into them. That's huge. I think I think this is, I think this is this should have been judgment, this tippy toe takedown. That should have been the wording for judgment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I yeah. Uh, I think that uh, is there anything that anyone else would like to bring up about this character before we move on to letter grades? All right, let's move on to letter grades. Uh, any, uh, I guess I will go first. Oh, I had uh, my mic muted. I'm sorry. Oh, were you talking? <laughs> uh, no, the only thing that I would say is uh, the two things that was compared to were a static ability on a five-threat character and an attack on a four-threat character that nobody uses. Well, I think like, uh, what what Stephen was saying was that uh, judgment should have. No, been... I'm talking about just the uh, like the like where it's like this like should have been an ability type of deal where it's like oh, it's not like Tiffy Two Takedown. Like I think at that point it's just like like I said, it's still a lot of text for a really mediocre ability. Well, yeah, I, I uh, Stephen wasn't even. I don't think he was talking about this character in general. I think that he was saying that this he was wishes before that. Judgment. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would, okay. yeah, yeah. Before that, sorry. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. And I don't think it's fine. I think that affects fine. It's just a lot of text on this character, and I feel like that's where they're justifying her being a four threat character. It absolutely. And I just is. don't think that. Yeah, and that does not do enough to guarantee to upgrade this from a three to a four threat, in my opinion, because like I said, this effect is on another character and it's Vision, and I don't think I've ever seen anyone use that attack on Vision. Like you're using the beam four five dice energy attack with sat power. And you're using his terrain throw or character. Like, you're using everything else on his card. Like, that's probably the worst thing on Vision's card. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the letter grades. Uh, I guess I will go first. Uh, I'm going to give her, and this, uh, I, I'm debating between a C minus and a D plus, which is feels pretty low. Feels pretty low for me. I'm going to give her a C minus because I think that being able to re-roll two dice in everything is pretty good. That's pretty useful. It's pretty damn useful. It's just, she's just, I don't, uh, I don't, 
I think that there's a lot on this card that you just never use. All right. Yeah, she's staying alive, but she's not doing a whole lot. Brandon, why don't you go next? Uh, I'm at the C minus. Uh, I want. I really wanted to hedge a little bit, um, but I'm not sure if there's a tactics card even that could come out that would make me be like, oh yeah, that's it. Like uh, they I'm, they I'm sure said the is. tactics cards are gonna be crazy with these two. Okay. I, sure I have I just change. weirdly think they're gonna be like but they're I think they're I hope they're tactics cards like that I want to come out with these type of characters where they're just really fun, not like competitively game like breaking. game breaking, yeah. yeah. I'd rather them just be really fun and cool than anything. But I kinda hope yeah. that for most tactics cards. I just want stuff to be I want a little bit of both. I want there to be a nice I think these fit in that fun section of the game more so than the competitive section there's absolutely nothing wrong with that i agree i agree uh steven why don't you give her a letter grade mm. well not knowing fashions not knowing tactics cards um i'm gonna put her at c just a c i see okay mm -hmm. and brad what you got uh i'm also putting her at a c I think if you like this character and want to put her in your list, you're not like completely hamstringing yourself. She'll do good stuff. You'll have fun. You mean you're not her. completely squirreling yourself? Sure, squirreling yourself. <laughs> uh, you'll have fun with her. You'll, if you like her as a character, you'll probably like her on the table. She feels a lot like Miss Marvel to me. And... Like uh, a character that people who like her play her and yeah like if you like her player for sure i definitely like i don't think there's anyone and there's only okay i don't want to say anyone there's like three characters in this game that aren't playable um but yeah i, I just think like miss marvel's one of those characters where she's got a lot of text on her card doesn't do a whole lot but there's a lot of text on her card like but she's got rerolls that are cool she's got a couple little cool things but like and you don't you don't feel like you're doing a whole lot yeah, and, but she's a cool character. You want to play her? Play her. Like it's the same thing. Like I don't think there's anyone. Like I said, we haven't got anyone in a while that was like unplayable, and I don't think this character is unplayable. I am, I'm glad we got like a squirrel girl like this versus a like overpowered one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, okay. Uh, Brad. Do you have any comic book recommendations that you want to talk about with Squirrel Girl? Uh, yes. I do. So I have three recommendations today. I have her first appearance in Marvel Superheroes number eight from 1990. Uh, this is actually an Iron Man story, but she co-stars. And she ambushes Iron Man. And I think beats him. And then they team up. And then Iron Man is captured by the bad guy. And so Squirrel Girl is left to save him and defeat the bad guy, which is Doctor Doom. And this comic is not on Marvel Unlimited. It is, however, reprinted in like the first volume of a bunch of different Squirrel Girl collections. So if you like see a Squirrel Girl collection, and it's either unnumbered or has a one on it, you probably will have this story in there. And it's only like eight pages. Why is it not on uh, 
Marvel Unlimited. I don't know. It starts with like issue fifteen of this series. Huh. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I I looked. It's not there. And I tried just looking for it like maybe elsewhere on there and I could not find it. The other two things that I'm gonna recommend are Is on this there. the first comic you've recommended that wasn't on Marvel? No. Movie? I recommended um an Excalibur series called uh something friends what is the name of that series where kitty pride and rachel go back in time and meet a earlier version of zemo from the zemo episode and uh it's not on unlimited so okay. second time ever we've yeah. got to i think nice. those are the only two times that's how much stuff is on Marvel Unlimited. It's rare not <laughs> to find this, that was That was literally, I was just trying yeah. to plug that how good of a purchase Marvel Unlimited is. It is. It's very good. And they're putting new comics out on there that are online exclusives. Like, they don't print them in physical. And they're really good. Anyway, next is Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. This is a fairly recent series. There were two volumes of it, but the second volume just picks up right where the la first one left off. There was a big event where they canceled all the Marvel books and did a weird crossover, and then they started everything back up again right in the middle. But this is by Ryan North of Dinosaur Comics fame and Erica Henderson. Uh, I figure people may have actually heard of Dinosaur Comics on the internet, where it's the same three panels of two dinosaurs for every comic, and the dialogue changes. Uh, <laughs> Fred, do you know Dinosaur Comics? I don't. You it sounds would, up my alley. You would love Dinosaur Comics. I probably would. <laughs> uh, so Unbeatable Squirrel Girl is a little bit of slice of life and a little bit of comedy. Uh, but there's also a lot of normal superhero stuff because Doreen's in college and she's trying to like get a computer science degree. But things keep happening and she ends up uh, in adventures and meets basically everyone in the Marvel Universe, including Galactus and... Uh, it's a charming, wholesome, well-loved comic uh, by a guy who is known for writing good comics even before he worked for Marvel. Okay. And the last one. And you've got one more? Yeah, the last one is a yeah. single issue. It is all-new Wolverine number 7. This is by Tom Taylor and Marcio Takara. Squirrel Girl, thinking that Laura can talk to Wolverine since her name is Wolverine, brings Laura an actual Wolverine named Jonathan. This is the first appearance <laughs> of Jonathan, the actual Wolverine. <laughs> she also needs help from Laura Wolverine. And a squirrel that's a friend of Doreen is missing. And that squirrel has a family that misses him very much. And so he, she asks uh, Laura to help her find the squirrel. And they set off on that adventure. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> this is a great issue of this comic. Great issue. I, it, uh, anything that has uh, a named Wolverine that you talk to has got to be fun. <laughs> you mean the one that you refuse to let stay on your Ghost yeah. Rider when you find? <laughs> Just making sure we're on the same page. His Ghost Rider? It's but... his Ghost Rider now? <laughs> uh, it was he was un, under the con- he had control of it uh, you know what i have not i have not gone to the store and bought my ghost rider yet and i need to do that soon yes i will do that yeah. likely tomorrow your name is on it and everything <laughs> okay hey hey brandon have you got a list recommendation for us for squirrel girl yeah, I've actually got a second one because someone stole my thunder from the first one. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh no. I'm so sorry. Oh, so I, I did gotta... not mean to do that. No, no, no don't no, feel bad. Don't, don't feel, feel bad. bad. So you're putting him you were putting putting her in spider foes, huh? Yeah, I actually had to do some research. I had to like legitimately think about it because I like there's a lot of cop out affiliations. This is, it's really funny. I wanted to say this because this is like one model that like strictly does not get better under Steven, like Captain America, Steve. That's true. Like, like just does not get better. Like, which is kind of ironic because. Can I see if I call the second one? You called the second one? If I call the second one, you, instead of spider foes, you said you had a second one. What do you think? Web Warriors? Nah, it wasn't Web Warriors. Because I was thinking about uh, Web Warriors. I didn't even... I, I'll be honest. Web Warriors is one of the few affiliations like I never really consider. Because I think they're so set in who's playing in it. Um, so I, I see... And I get that. So the difference... So the I was torn... So I was we were on the same path. Because I was torn between Shadowland, Daredevil, and... Um, Oh God, where'd it go? Green, Green Goblin. No, as the second one, um, oh, Shadowland. Yeah, as Shadowland, Daredevil, and Cable. Ah, yeah. I want to give extra. Down. I want to give extra reroll. Yeah, I just want to get extra rerolls. I actually settled on uh, Wakanda. <laughs> uh, okay. Because I because I was thinking of X Force, and then I remembered that Black Panthers is just essentially uh a better like it just you can pay and then get a reroll one of your dice and attacking defending or dodging. I, I really love the X Force idea though, because that's a faction <laughs> where you might actually play Tippy Toe takedown. Yeah. And Yeah, this it's they want to attack more. That's really where I was going with it, but I don't think I've ever put anybody in Wakanda. And that's really where it came down to. I I I do like her in X Force. That was really the second. I also option, like but the I fact to... that they're all like super serious, and then you've just got Squirrel Girl there. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's you, also you good also because I want to see Squirrel. Yeah, I want Squirrel Girl and Deadpool to interact um, <laughs> the entire time. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's just. I think you just if you you double down on rerolls. Uh, I like. I'll tell you, my X-Force idea was I love the idea in her and X-Force with that reroll plus Baron Zemo with the reroll. The only problem is then you're playing two unaffiliated characters. That's pretty much but, the limit. 
Yeah. So you're at that point. You're at a limit. Now you can play. You know your X Force characters. Your X Force characters: Winter Soldier, X twenty three, Domino. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, there's nobody else in that affiliation. That's it's pretty lack. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, I think you just double down on the reroll. That's all her card says is she can reroll dice. Like there's nothing else there. Like there's nothing to feed off of or go into. Like I think you really kind of just feed off the affiliations. If you really want to play this character, I think she feeds off really well in the affiliations that let you reroll. Um, it's real easy to be affiliated with Wakanda, with Black Panther, Shuri, and Okoye, and you have a ton of room for unaffiliated characters. Like, a ton of room. Even with those four characters, you are not at 15 points. You're only at 13. So you have to add more characters. Well, uh, you now. could put uh, Killmonger in for 17. So. Yeah, I was saying, then you're at a point where you have... But having three affiliated characters and only taking up you know, nine yeah, know. points. Now you're in a spot where you can splash whoever you want, and I think she fits in really well there. Um, where X Force, you kind of have to. It's like the exact opposite of a problem, is where you have to like fight to stay affiliated. Yeah. And uh, that's why Winter Soldier I, makes it every time. Yeah, and you don't. And it's it's kind of the like the Green Goblin. That's why kind of Green Goblin because they also are in a good mix of they have a bunch of affiliated characters that are good. He has the re rolls. Or forcing rerolls modifies, and uh, just kind of preventing it. Also, kind of can play decently well with Tippy Doe. Take that. There's still no real way. There's still real no optimal reason to play that card on a regular basis. All right. Well, there you go. Bring her in Wakanda, and in all those other factions. If you want to bring gas. her, all gas, no breaks. <laughs> and if yeah, it, yeah, player, if you if you really love this character and you want any kind of inside player and characters that just take a take advantage, rerolling dice is a good thing to do. It's just not great if that's the only text on your card. But right. she does a lot of that and she can do it really good. I like the idea of her with like Baron Zemo and just being able to like in X Force you have her, so she's rerolling two, then she can reroll Zemo dice, then she gets an attack reroll. Like that's I mean, you're rerolling for like you're probably gonna max out your hits hopefully on five dice in a perfect world. So. Probably could, probably could. Okay, uh, I think that that means that it's my turn. Uh, all right, so what I'm bringing today is one of my patented. This just came out, and I want to talk about it. Uh. So what I'm bringing today is the Resident Evil 4 remake. Now, uh, never mind the fact that this remake represents uh, basically intellectual bankruptcy and an inability to come up with new ideas. Uh, it's really good. <laughs> it's really hacking good. Um, and that uh, feeding into nostalgia is probably stagnating culture in a way that is uh, setting us back substantially. Uh, play this game. It's great. It's a really good game. Uh, the game was great when it came out in 2005? 2000, I think 2005. And it is so much better. They managed to polish it up and put out a, a an excellent game in Fred, 2023. Do you so, want to hear something crazy? What's that? I have played this game. See, see, everybody. Not only have Even I played Brad this game, played. I have beat this game. 
Well done. Do you know well how done. many games uh, I've beat in my life? Not many. Not many. Probably so less than six. This was released in 2005, for the record. Okay. I didn't I, play I was... it in 2005. January 11th of 2005, so you were barely correct. I played correct. this on I... a Wii. Right. Okay, okay. That's the play. That's the platform to play the original on, because you could just point and shoot at everything. Yes, it was very fun. Its uh, highest, its second highest score was on the Wii overall. This game was I on a lot of systems. This game has been on like nine total systems at this point. Do you know why? Because it's beloved. It's beloved, and they managed to do it justice with the remake. The remake is excellent. It is very, very good. Go play it. I have been told it. numerous times that if you're going to play a Resident Evil 4, that that's the one, or a Resident Evil game, that's that's the one you need to play. It is very uh, do good. You, do you mean uh, the the original? Like people told you to play the original? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I it is it is an excellent game, and it is fun to play, and it's a good onboarding point for Resident Evil, because. It's basically the start of a new arc, <clears throat> as opposed to being overloaded with backstory in the first three. Okay, uh, that's it. That's it for today. Uh, that's Squirrel Girl, and aside from her flaws, pick her up if you want to have some fun playing a character you like. She's still uh, very fun, and you know you can get plenty of enjoyment out of her. Yeah. And uh, until next week, have fun out there.